Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the indigo angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Jenny. It's time, you guys. It's time. It is the final episode of the Bye Babe series. Mm, bye, babe. Bye. Jenny, you're heading off into the what we're calling the new metal sunset. Yeah, a sunset with dreads. <laughs> with a LeBray piercing. It's got a LeBray mm-hmm. piercing. It's got dreads. It's got jinkos on. It's wearing a backwards red baseball cap. It's mm-hmm. the woman from the Godsmack <laughs> cover. <laughs> That's who it is. That's who it is. Uh, you're heading off, and you you're will stand us. alone, Jenny. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> That's little, true. Little Scorp King send off here. <laughs> Basically, all year you've been picking albums for us to do to, to get your words in on before you rode off and we kind of always knew last app was going to be our boys the boys the boys the, the boys. boys in limp biscuit and their album still sucks that is exactly right and so that is what we're going to talk about today on the show jenny one more time let's dig into it when did this album come out this album was released on october 31st 2021 new 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 we did an episode uh last year first reactions we'd all just listened to the album it was all very fresh it's now been a year and change jenny how do you feel about still sucks in 2022 i still like it a lot i revisit it somewhat frequently definitely a couple tracks uh listen get right Get but <laughs> doop, 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 doop. Uh, get listened to regularly. <laughs> Lauren, how about you? Uh, yeah, this one I'm still uh, listening to it uh, constantly. It was my most listened to album according to my Apple Music Replay, which is the I guess off-brand Spotify Wrapped. Wow. <laughs> um, and according to my last FM account, is my eleventh most listened to album of all albums that I've ever listened to while scrobbling. On Last FM. Wow. That's right. Wow, wow, That's wow, right. Wow, wow. Just be out of the top 10 by cut copies in Ghost Colors. What an album. What an album. What, what an I, album. What an album. What an album. Jenny, you want to come back and talk about cut, cut copies sometime? I've never heard cut copy. I don't think I've ever really asked... How much of an electronic fan you are? Not much. No. See, that's why yeah. you probably won't like cut copies in Ghost Colors. Yes, it's it's dance music paradise. Yeah, truly. Hey, you know what? More for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I you. I will take it. I won't <laughs> take up your dance music. Thank you. So yeah, this record—it's honestly never left rotation. It's been in there. Been listening to it nonstop. Matt. Well, I'll tell you, my Spotify Wrapped absolutely had dead vibes on it. <laughs> Woo! Um, it was in my top 10 most played songs of the year. Mm. I love Dad Vibes, and I'm excited to dig back in because of the rest of the record. Did not get as much love in terms of repeated play, mm-hmm. but I remember my initial reaction was, the boy's done it again. That's right. Uh, Jenny, who's in Limp Bizkit? Uh On this album? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got this one, this, this one, one, this one. We got Fred Durst lead vocals, John Otto on drums, Sam River, Sam Rivers on bass, Wes Borland on guitars, and DJ Lethal on turntables, samples, and programming. Ooh. Ooh. That's right. There All the boys. All the boys. All the boys are back. You love to see it. Jenny, who produced this record? 
This record was produced by the boys and Zach Cervini. So I looked up Zach, and I recall Zach was mentioned when we talked to the Man of Fire, Will Putney, the beginning of the year. Zach is a friend of his. Okay. And Zach has worked on, I'm just going to say it, a lot of shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Whoa, a lot of shit? A lot of shit. That's what it should say here. I'm on his Wikipedia right now. I'm just going to hit you with some of the bands he's been working with. Simple Plan, Blink-182, All Time Low, Machine Gun Kelly, Youngblood, Bring Me the Horizon, Five Seconds of Summer, Avicii, Halsey, Good Charlotte, Grimes, Poppy, Water Parks. I've never heard. Okay, now we're just making people up. Uh, and Sandwich Board. Sandwich Board. The guys outside the venue. Wow, Cana- wow, wow. Canopy Can Opener. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday's News. Yesterday News. Today's Headlines. Um, you also work with Beartooth. They're real. <laughs> I didn't make them up. Um, cranberry Mosh. Cranberry Mosh. Um, oh, he also produced the new Motionless and White record, Scoring the End of the World. Holy cow. He All did. Right. He did. Um, he also worked on Bad Omens, The Death of Peace of Mind. Good job, yeah. Zach. So Zach's, Zach's, Zach's working. prolific. He's prolific. He's working. He's putting food in his family. he got to put that food on. The, I don't know his family. I'm not part of his family. Based on this, though, they got food. They got food <laughs> yeah. on him. They eating. I'll tell you one thing about all families: got to put food on them. You got to put that food on. You gotta. That's right. Before I think they'd let you take Sophie home. They were like, "You got to put food on this baby." And I was like, "Bitch, I know. I know how to put food on my baby." <laughs> they got to check in though. <laughs> my hospital experience was fucking wild. <laughs> wild. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was wild. Uh. <laughs> Holiday weekend, you know. Just, just, oh, we were at Javi Nooner. Yeah, that's right. And, and then my water broke. I was on the boat hospital. And my water broke. I had to go to the boat hospital. Yeah. Baby came out. They're like, got to put some food on it. You're like, got it covered. Wabam. Don't worry about it. Got yeah. it. Your piece of salami on Sophie. They're like, take her. <laughs> you, you got and this. Sophie you was like, nom, 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 nom. That's exactly right. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. Um, Jenny, this album has some new, uh, has some genre tags. Ooh, it has some genre tags indeed, and that is new metal, rap rock, and alternative metal. All of it. There it is. It got them all. Now the journey to get this record, many, 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 many years. Wowie wowie. Just for I, some context oh here. Oh my gosh. Gold I'm, Cobra came out in 2011. Ooh, 10 full years? 10 full years. Full decade. Now, we were not without Limp Bizkit tunes and teases in that 10 years. For a, for a while, and there's somebody right now yelling, going, Stampede of the Disco Elephants. Indeed. That's what this album was supposedly going to be. That was the code name of this album forever. That was for the long time. Like and th- Guns N' Roses' Chinese Democracy. That's right. Mm. We had the Stampede of the Disco Elephants. Mm-hmm. A real analog one-to-one I just pulled out. There it is. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Oh, Jenny, huge GNR fan. Oh, my God. You, you love them. all over her face. You, oh, lo- yeah. you love the old GNR. Love them. Love them. You're like Slash in the Snake Pit? Yeah. Absolutely. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I, I just heard that uh, Axl Rose is no longer going to throw his microphone into the audience oh, because no. he injured someone when he did it recently. <laughs> oh. And apparently that's something he's always done, which is viciously throw his microphone into the audience. But now that someone actually got hurt, he's not going to do it anymore. But I'm like, and I read this article or this statement he released. I was like, this is something he's always done. Like apparently he's always been like, yep, pitch it in. 
And he was he was trying to establish the Gallagher uh, precedent. <sighs> the Gallagher precedent. Dangerous yeah. there. Dangerous <laughs> precedent to set. Huge couches, food flying. Food flying. And he's like, well, I don't got any food up here, but I got a mic. Yeah, let me just throw, throw it, it at, at you. you. <laughs> Grab your family. I'm throwing food and mics. I'm getting close because I want to lose these molars. All right. In any event, that's our GNR talk. They're Jenny's favorite band. Look them up online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you can find a couple other albums. Yeah. yeah. Guns and Roses together at last. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, so Stampede the Disco Elephants, it was teased for a long time. They released four singles teasing this record that never came to be. Those four singles were Lights, City of Angels, Ready to Go, featuring Lil Wayne, Thieves, Ministry Cover, and Endless Slaughter. Now, Jenny, I know you listened to all four of these. Yes. Um, we're only going to touch on this briefly because we're really just all here about it. still sucks. Um, Light City of Angels. Sucks. I, it sucks. Sucks I, so bad. I'd never listened to this song before. Okay. Now I've never <laughs> oh, now heard Matt, this Matt's song. Like, okay, Matt, <laughs> I never listened to this song before. I didn't even know about this song. Oh, no. That's exactly That's right. That's right. We've been waiting so long. Yo, but we did something wrong. But we didn't do a fat check. Got my girl sitting on the back deck with the cool sales sticky bucket. Take it, Fred. Yeah, this was, this was released in 2012, and you can hear that in mm. the song. But oh. it's like, I mean... It doesn't age well at all. It feels like such a mismatch, and like God, thank God they put a little pause Rooney on that one. This is this is the worst Limp Bizkit song, right? Definitely, easily. Uh, it in their catalog. I mean, yeah, of Limp Bizkit songs. Yes, yes of Limp Bizkit. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, like, of all songs. I would know. <laughs> sure, yeah, that also. is the worst. It's no, because I would say the All in the Family is the worst. Fred Durst. No, no, no. That was almost on my top 10 <laughs> songs. <laughs> I just yes. love that song. Say what? Say what? Oh. Get back, back by your kachak. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> so you're from Jacksonville. Yeah, it's just Listen, like iconic. It's iconically homophobic, but also yeah. it's like it's Jonathan Davis and Fred Durst talking about sucking each other's dicks and fucking each other in the ass. And, and I mean, yeah. hello, White Lotus season two. Right. No spoil- spoilers. No spoilers. Spoilers. Um, I mean, definitely when I was watching it, I was like, this is just like All in the Family. That's you what wa- I said. Yeah. But you wanted lights to happen with his tour with Muse, right? That's what you wanted? <sighs> My God. <laughs> My God, Matt. Ugh. Let's not even talk about Muse right now. We're talking about, okay, so they put this out. I was not even aware of it. Sucks ass. Not good. Let's never talk about it again. Then they put out Ready to Go. Yes. That. Is a banger. Matt, ready to go, I've heard. Let's hear a little bit of it. All right, let's do it. Go fuck yourself! (laughs) Yes! Matt, bring me up in the headphones, baby. I I gotta feel this. 
is he saying drinking some gin or is he saying drinking some jizz? Yeah, this song is extremely misogynistic. It sounds like he's saying drinking some jizz. And I will say, when this song was released, yes. I was maybe a year or two out of a relationship with a guy, the guy who dumped me in a couple's costume that we've talked about on this right. show several times. Every time, yeah. Uh, we ran into each other at some show or something, and he was like, have you heard the new Limp Bizkit song? And I was like, not yet. And he's like, it's really fucking good. And he played it for me, and I was like, that is really fucking good. He's like, do you want to come to my house and listen to it? And I said, yeah, because I was drunk. And so we went to his house and we just drank so much and listened to the song over and over again and threw a red baseball cap back and forth to each other <laughs> for hours. Wow. I have no recollection of how the night ended. <laughs> oh, my but, God. Um, and I... Honest to God, think that's the last time I saw him. <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. I ran into him on the street many years later, but uh, just he was walking around. It wasn't like he was like, <laughs> he was like just on the street. Yep, that's right. And then he was on the street, destitute like a sewer rat. Right. That's exactly right. And I, I mean, that's what happens after you spend a whole night just drinking hardcore, listening to Ready to Go on a Loop. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Um, so the song will always, <laughs> will always hit me interestingly. Uh, this one also similar situation. This song came out. I listened to it. I was like, this is fucking really, really good. And Rachel and I were visiting someone. I want to say our friend Naomi in Chicago, right when the song came out. And I was like, you know, there's a new Limp Bizkit song. And Naomi was like, what? And I was like, and it rips. And she's like, no way. And I remember I Chromecast the video to her TV and it started and she's like, yeah, this is really fucking good. <laughs> this is really fucking good. This is also the greatest Limp Bizkit video of all time. I'm putting it out there. Wow. I mean, the, the, ro- the don't get me wrong. The Roland video, iconic. The Break Stuff video, tremendous. But this video has so much tremendous live footage. Wes in a slip and slide. Tons of Limp Bizkit hoodies. Little Wayne. Fred dancing. And at one point, a woman is walking down the street pushing a baby carriage. And she's wearing a trench coat. And then she notices that Limp Bizkit is playing in the driveway of a house near her. She takes this trench coat off, I imagine. First, she throws away her baby. Yeah. Okay. Kids, okay. kids, get out of She's here. She's like, get rid of this. She pushes the baby carriage, get rid of it, and then pulls the trench coat off to reveal that she is just in a green bikini. I knew it. Wow. And then it. she's like, I'm going to go and flop around in the slip and slide with this other hottie that's nearby. Just as God that's, intended. That's how fucking good this song yeah. is. This person's like, I'm not putting food in my family anymore because I just heard Ready to Go by Limp What Biscuit. if she threw like a stack of bologna on the baby, got that baby out the of there? The baby's fine. The baby will eat through the bologna. <laughs> we all know it. That's the baby's fine. fine. I'll have some bologna. <laughs> yeah, and that baby is Joe Biden. Oh, my God. <laughs> there it is. The 174th president of the United That's States That's right. Of That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. He's the 174th. The baby's fine. The baby's fine. The baby's, the baby's fine. fine. <laughs> it's uh, fine. The baby's fine. Uh, so they put this out. I thought, we've got a, we got a record coming any time now. Yep. Did not surface. Then they released a studio version of their cover of Thieves. Which they've been opening with. They've been opening with, and honestly, forever. the way that you hear it live is pretty much how they do it on the recording one. Hey! 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 
That's thieves and liars. That's thieves. Yeah. That's thieves. Good. Um, good. 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 I always good. like thieves. Always liked it. Good stuff. We'll come back to that in a moment. Then they put out one more single, "Endless Slaughter." Oh. Wild ass song. <laughs> this song I was don't... honestly crazier than I had remembered it. I had not listened to it in a few years. And again, total blind spot. Okay, Matt. Don't you, there's no one. way to cover everything in this, so just listen to a little bit of it here, buddy. The turns, the peaks, the valleys, this song is probably the most wild Limp Bizkit song. Yeah, it has it has four different modes. I wrote here, it's four songs. It's, it starts as a basically like throwback sort of classic era LB Ripper. Then it becomes a moody boy. Then it becomes almost like a hair metal song. It becomes like you get changed. Yeah, you're right. It is a changing. And then it closes as like a hip hop, like a Fred hip hop track. Yep. And because of that, it seems like, and it and the video ends with like Stampede of the Disco Elephants. It's coming. Get ready. And the video is segmented in this way that the beginning part is all Fred. It's a one take shot. Fred pushing his way through a live audience singing the song. Then we get Sam Rivers moodily looking off a bridge. Then we get Wes in a castle somewhere in full body paint, climbing up walls and running around. Classic. Classic. And then at the end, we get a one take of uh, John Otto walking in and busting in them drums. And then when he's done, he flips some sticks in the air and he walks out like a fucking badass because he's John Otto. John Otto. And I remember I remember when it came out thinking, this is kind of nuts. I didn't like it as much as Ready to Go. Um, but I was like, okay. Give us the album. No album. No album. No album. So we're sitting there. We all know what happens basically right after this. Do we know? I'll remind you. DJ Lethal. Well, DJ Lethal, right before this, though, mm. you and me went to go see Limp Bizkit live. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, I thought you meant like yeah. in the... Oh, no, not in the, this. I'm going from macro to micro. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and we went to go see Limp Bizkit live. Um, incredible show. Truly a great time. Uh, you don't remember a lot of it, as you said, because you were drinking a lot. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I fell face first on a curb, knocked out my front knocked tooth. Out your teeth. John Otto, last person to see me with my natural front teeth. That's right. Yeah, knocked my fucking teeth out. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So this is 2020? This is 2014. 14. 14. Yeah, yes. long time ago. Holy yes. shit. Okay. Yes, I was freshly 30 at <laughs> the time. And, <laughs> and you, I, you were like, these teeth got to go. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm 30 years old and I got so drunk at a Limp Biscuit show that I ate shit on a curb and knocked my teeth out. Okay. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. okay. Okay. I might need to... Oh no, I got it. Yeah, it only took me five more years to quit drinking. <laughs> but that was one where I was like, maybe, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And so, uh, 
a couple years after that, we started this show. That's right. And when we started the show, we said it'd be really great by the end of the show or whatever that would mean if Limp Bizkit would finally put out another fucking record. Yeah. So in that meantime, you know, Wes is doing interviews. He's teasing out. And he is every interview Mm -hmm. post like 2016, I want to say, album's done from a music standpoint. Mm -hmm. It's just on Fred now to get it where it needs to be. Exactly. Yeah. But in the meantime... More time passes, and on I was on Borland's fucking Instagram like a detective. Oh yeah, they would. They got lethal back in the crew. That's right. They do a tour of the Europe, the Europe, the, the, the Europe. Europe, capital not the Europe. T, not all Europe, not our Europe, not the... not the not the band. Isn't there a band called Europe? There sure is. Not, we're not talking about countdown. them. We're, ta- we're talking about the we're talking about the country, the landmass. Yes. <laughs> And uh, then it sounded like they might be working on some new stuff. Even more new, new. New, new. So, as I love to talk about, in July of 2021, Limp Bizkit played Lollapalooza. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is, for me, possibly one of the greatest things that's ever happened, ever. Wow, wow, wow. With such quotes as, this ain't Woodstock 99. Mm-mm. That's right. That's right. Uh, this performance is so meaningful to me, you guys. I have watched it, maybe not front to back a ton of times, but I've definitely watched the intro at least 20 times. The intro into Break Stuff, and then I'll jump through a couple. Of, it, it, so, so good. Because they start with Thieves, right? They start with Thieves. And Fred comes out, truly debuting his dad vibes look. And he says, when dad says jump the fuck up, you need to jump the fuck up. And I felt that in my soul. Your heart. In my heart, in my soul. um, Is truly one of the great things. It is still lovingly preserved on YouTube. They should release it as a DVD, Blu-ray for me to own. I would love to own a physical copy of this. Putting that out there. Money is available. You like money, don't you? Because I don't think they have a live record in... They don't have an official live record, and I say put it out. I say put it out, and also put it out, the visual... Yeah, it's one of my favorite things ever. I watch it all the time, and I recommend that you do too, everybody listening. I will never forget it, because I was home. Sophie was two months old. Yeah. I was... Like still extremely zonked as one is when you have a two month old baby. And we just bought this crappy TV to put in our bedroom and we just streamed it and it was so good. I was so excited. We were texting, yeah. like super excited. It's and then so good. I got in on it with you because mm-hmm. I started watching it and I was like, I think I texted, I cannot believe I am rooting for Limp Biscuit. Mm hmm. I wanted those. They did so well. Like it was like, it was almost like the whole 20 years of being the punchline just kind of got wiped away. That's right. And they, they were amazing. It's like, oh yeah, they're one of the best live acts. Yeah. Still like they can still do it. Tremendous, tremendous stuff. So they, at the end of that, they debut dead vibes. Oh yeah. Super excited. We covered it all on the show. And they finally released Dead Vibes as a single in, what I want to say, I guess September? And then basically it's a tease out. Like, okay, they got a record. They say they got a new album. It's coming. When's it going to come? And so they 
put out an official Dad Vibes single. We got it. We got the studio version. Okay, great. And then Fred puts up on his Instagram, do you want more songs or do you want the album? And it's like, you could vote. And of course, everyone's like, dude, we want the album. It's been 10 fucking years. Give us a goddamn album. And then suddenly he's like, yep, Halloween. Here it comes. Uh, Wes does a promo in one of his characters, previewing all the tracks. I watched that thing like 30 times. Yeah. Um, what'd you think, Jenny, what'd you think of uh, his character work? I mean, we've talked so many times about band guys being funny and funny guys being band guys, mm-hmm. guys being gender neutral blanket here. Yeah. Uh, you... You go. <laughs> I think I think what you said to me was that uh, he's an incredible guitar player. <laughs> yes. <laughs> an incredible guitar player. Incredible guitar player. Because this character, if I remember, wasn't his Vinnie Paul character. It was like a NASCAR character. I feel like it maybe was the Vinnie Paul character. Wasn't I don't know. Isn't it the guy that's on the cereal box? Yeah. That's... I think that's his. In any event, they dropped the record comes out you know what for for people like us the hardcore lbs we were ready to go we were were like yep let's take it commercially it did not do great it was only released digitally there's no physical copy which also come on guys give me that physical um but on the uh, billboard 200 it debuted and peaked at 155 Mm. is what it is but it did get to 17 on the UK Independent Albums Chart. There we go. There you go. And number seven on the US Top Hard Rock Albums Chart. And you know what I'm going to say? That's where they should be. That's where they should be. Absolutely. Critically, this is this is a first. According to Wikipedia, Still Sucks received mostly positive critical reception. Wow, 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 wow. And I know you're saying, who reviewed this thing? All the big guns, Matt. All the big guns. Said our boy. All my music. Oh, <laughs> Robert Christ, I sure not. fucking did not review this no, record. No. He probably doesn't even know it exists. <laughs> what a shame. All music gave it three and a half out of five. Kerrang gave it four out of five. Metal Injection, 7.5 out of 10. Enemy, three out of five. PRP, three out of five. Sputnik Music, 3.8 out of five. And Wall of Sound, 7.5 out of 10. Uh, any, any quotes that you liked from these reviews, Jenny? I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, nothing, nothing super duper stood out to me, um, but it did make me laugh that someone on Kerrang! said this knowingly middle-aged iteration of Limp Bizkit is far more likable and less obnoxious than their younger self, but even so, they've lost none of their big Durst energy, and the knowing winks have only become bigger and knowinger. Big Durst energy made me go, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, but I mean, they're right. They're right. I think that if you look at something like uh, lights with the Z, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then come to something like this, it is that they finally were just like, "Fine, you know what? Yeah, this is the joke. Mm-hmm. We get it. Like, whatever. Fuck you. We're doing it." Right. Um. So, how about you? Uh. Well, I did notice that uh, Loudwire. Um. Probably, man. I'd say that's your top. You go to Loudwire for all your news. That is where I go for my news. Yeah, you're like, if it's on a wire, it better be fucking loud. Baby. So they had Still Sucks as the fourth best metal album of 2021, and they had Dad Vibes as the number one rock song of the year, stating, Biscuit did what they've always done and delivered an irresistibly catchy, groove-laden banger guaranteed to get you bouncing along. But wow, wow, wow. bouncing the mouse. Oh, that's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, so I mean, there you go. Positive critical reception. 
The boys fucking did it. They did do they it. They fucking did it. Sputnik Music had it as the 15th best album of the year, saying it stands tall as a riotous distillation of everything we love and hate about the Jacksonville Five Piece. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think it's time, you guys. I'm excited. I'm very excited to dive into Still Sucks. Jenny. Let's do it. First track, Out of Style. We cannot change the past, but we can start today to make a better tomorrow. tomorrow. Here it comes. Hearing this song, the riff on out of style. The riff on out of style. So good. Oh, there's your life before the riff on out of style, and there's your life after it. And this is coming from a catalog that's got a lot of heavy duty riffs. Oh, we got some riffs. Borland's a master at this. This is really where his style shines. Like he just gets it, like what's needed in that moment, doing it, putting it down, getting it done. Is this a top five biscuit riff? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Without question. Yep. Yeah. It has it's, to be. I don't. It's, it's the riff. It's the riff. You. It's the shorthand. You know. You could be in another country, he, he, not know the language. He, he like, I know the riff. tutorial because so many yes. people were wanting to know how to do the yeah. riff. Yeah, and you could tell when he did the tutorial. He's like, I've seen a lot of you guys trying this thing. You're fucking doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Let me help you out. Oh, best I can, but you're, you're doing it wrong. Ah, uh, Jenny. <laughs> Which is classic Westboro. Classic. Oh, okay. oh uh, there's a oh, clip. There's oh. a YouTube video of somebody coming on stage playing my way. Mm. He plays something. Borland goes, that's wrong, but you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jenny, out of style. How do you feel? Hot open. Uh, first time I heard it. I just wanted to like throw all my stuff out the window. Did in a you want to? Did you want to throw your baby away? Oh, well, not the baby. <laughs> I was no, say. I was I was desperately clinging to the baby. <laughs> at that Mitch point. opens up his stretch coat and he's in a blue bikini. <laughs> yes, Mitch is in a green bikini. <laughs> he starts going through water slide and I am staring at my baby like, is she still breathing? She's still breathing, right? Is she still still breathing? Uh, but yeah, I mean, hot open, great, definitely top ten Limp Biscuit song for me. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me for a list. No more lists. No more lists. Uh, fucking awesome. Love it. What do you think? I wrote in my notes. I'm just going to read you my notes. I wrote DJ Lethal in all caps. This riff. 
Then I wrote this riff in all caps. Then I wrote hit it in all caps. Uh, then I quoted the entire, it's time to rock this motherfucker because I'm always out of style. Never change my style because my style is kind of fresh. You bitches asking for a sound check. Check one, two, bitch. You barely touch the ground. Yeah. And then he goes, woo. And I got to tell you, I don't know if you, you probably don't remember this from the night when we saw Limp Bizkit. <laughs> well, but there was a moment <laughs> where, I mean, they're playing, they were playing like everything we wanted to hear. I remember like they would play a song. We'd be all very excited. But I'm pretty sure, and I was also drinking that night as well. You were not the only person in the cups, as it were. No, that's good. Uh, but I remember that they started a song, and I want to say it was Rolling. And you and me, and we were there with our friend Joe at the time, and we all locked eyes together. And when that song started, we all went, woo, like in unison <laughs> up together in this rising moment. And uh, when that woo hit, it just took me back to that of just then this song encompassing all of the things that I love and enjoy and feel excited about when it comes to Limp Bizkit is all in this track. And it's it all just I, probably one of the greatest opening tracks in new metal history makes me more hype than anyone can possibly imagine. It was truly, truly one of the it's, great ones. It's a special one. It, I mean, is. it is. I heard this. I was in my car. I was driving in Rochester Hills of all places. Of all fucking places. But I was alone in my car. So it was all like right. that moment where I'm mm-hmm. like, if I'm going to listen to the news. You're going to be in Rochester Hills. I was yeah. leaving my mom's. I was at my mom's. Uh, okay. I was coming back home, and I was alone in the car, which is rare. So I got to fucking crank it. That's right. <laughs> crank it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, remember NASCAR. Right? So I I hit this hit, you know, and they got that that something. And then that riff hits and it's like it's me, Mickey Mouse. No, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Mouse. We finally got a name brand character here on your That's last episode, Jenny. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, Mickey Mouse, are you a big Limp Bizkit fan? Let's get that bounce in the mosh pit. That's oh. the stuff right Blue. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, is it weird that a dog is your best friend and your dog? I'm a mouse, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, good point. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Mickey's raw. Yeah, raw. <laughs> oh, raw maybe mouse. he likes it raw. Oh, man. I got to say, when I first listened to this song and he yells DJ Lethal, that's a little like, oh, you can go home again. That is such shorthand fan service. It's like, but what he's you saying, want. Yeah. He's, well, it's fan service. It's, <laughs> I, as a fan, I want to hear him say yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Lethal and I want to hear fresh. Yes. And and what's also great about this song is this acknowledgement of really the false starts of these last four singles is like, oh, we realize the mistake of lights. We realize the mistake of any of this other stuff is that we are just we just need to be us. And it doesn't matter that we're out of style. Our style is us. And that's what people want. The funny thing is, before we started recording, we had a conversation about us starting, because it is Jenny's last show, mm-hmm. as a official 100%. Wait, wait, this one? This one. Oh, okay. Yeah. This oh. episode? Thanks for Actually, getting... I have a list of 42 more albums <laughs> that I'd like to cover before I go, but bi- I am leaving. <laughs> but as Bye Babe Part 2, the Bye Baby Dean is. <laughs> yes. But we were having the conversation when we started this show six years ago, that if you were to do a search for uh, new metal podcasts, there was... Only a few, and we and maybe zero, and we were one of the first. Matt, 
Don't mince words, buddy. We were, we the, were first. the first. We were the first. We were first and okay. the worst. You know what's up. Worst with a <laughs> you with an umhau. Yeah, that's right. We're all hot dogs. <laughs> We've been hot dogs the whole time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. You're that's talking right. to a Casey. That's right. Anyway, um, but it's six years ago when we would talk about we do Roach Coach and it's looking at new metal. A lot of it would be like you're making fun of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the overall oeuvre of everybody when we said that we were going to be talking about new metal. And over the last six years, I think there has been a significant amount of time that has passed, which has softened it and has taken away the punchlines, just like when they did Lollapalooza, that it was like, now all of a sudden, this thing that was much maligned, the the public opinion on it has softened. The you know there was a lot of good stuff here you know started to take over so this is kind of like the perfect time to have the boys be the boys mm-hmm. as it were because everybody wanted that i i wanted it i didn't want to hear a lights with a z right yeah i mean the other thing to keep in mind matt is i believe what you're saying is new metal is back i believe uh new metal is here i think that's correct uh should we keep listening? We gotta keep listening. But I mean, I couldn't talk about our style all fucking day. I understand. Yeah. I could too, but we must continue. We must. Uh, up next, we've got Dirty Rotten Biscuit. Absolutely incredible riff. Dive Bomb City. Mm-hmm. Destination. This song. I wrote in my notes, it's another ripper, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> you pieces of shit. You pieces of fucking you hear me? shit. You pieces of shit. Oh my god damn it. This oh my god damn it. What am I even saying? <laughs> Lauren has lost his I've mind. I've lost my mind on this. Um uh I wrote in my notes, this is how off, I'm truly unhinged I was when I did notes for this. Um, I said, this is why we do it. Do what? Live. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That's this right. This song gives you life. This song gives me life. I wrote that is hearkening back to Prime Biscuit. I love it. It's a classic. Jenny? Completely agree. Another great song. No notes. Does everything you want. Does everything you want a Limp Biscuit song to do. It's all highs, no lows. This is a perfect Limp Bizkit because uh, I like a lot of it, and then there's a lot that I don't like. So for me, it's right what it needs to be. I don't like the uh, uh, voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my favorite. But, you know, I'm at a point where I'm just like, hey, he's going to do that. What are you going to do? 
It's a feature, not a bug. It is a, at this point. It's very much a feature. Um, I think the "I need a biscuit" part is a little, again, feature, not a bug. A silly lyric. It's a serious, silly lyric, but that that riff sees you through. The riff is truly the guiding light of it all. Um, truly incredible. Truly, truly nuts. Do you have anything else to say about this incredibly immaculate Limp Biscuit song? No, I don't think so. Let's move on to another truly immaculate Limp Biscuit <laughs> song, Dad Vibes. I'm already excited to be I, listening to right? this. I love right? this song. <laughs> this song. <laughs> Check out your dad with the swag on the floor. Mama gon' brag when I walk in the door. Y'all ain't never seen a gorilla in the mist. Walk the line so fine with a blindfold. Keep in mind, though, hot dad riding in on a rhino. Got the roll on the rap with the dad vibes. Now everybody bounce with the franchise. Come on. This song is so good. Yes, it's it is. so good. It really is. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny, too, because uh, Fred's struggle to enunciate bites him again here. Right. Mm-hmm. We were like, he didn't say. Did he? Come on. No. no. Flag minus the L? No. Yeah, no. And he didn't, just like he wasn't saying drinking jizz, but. Uh, <laughs> but can you imagine? But can, can you ima- imagine? I actually could because we listened to earlier new metal records a lot. <laughs> yeah. And oh, there, yeah. That, yeah. Was that was a lot. Yeah, there was that. What was that? What was I, that relative ash, right? Hoisting ropes. Oh, my oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Do you want to tell your. Sticky, sticky, sticky. Tell your rope story real quick. Um, sure. So I I was uh, pursuing an instructional design certificate, um, and the in there's a method of uh, doing something with instructional design called ropes, and (laughs) it was like for a long time we were talking about ropes, and the instructors kept being like, "Ropes is great. I love ropes. I use ropes all the time. Just ropes on my face. Okay, now we're gonna use ropes. What's your ropes?" Okay, Igor, share your ropes. And Igor was like, ropes is very good. (laughs) And it's just like, everybody's just talking about ropes. And I, it was on, like, it was a cameras off, thank fucking God situation. But I was just like, I didn't pay attention. Giggling. No, I have no fucking idea. I, it actually, I remember thinking this would be useful. I have no idea what it is now. <laughs> we don't know what the acronym ROPES stood for. Absolutely not. I mean, I wrote it down, <laughs> but I completely forgot because I was like texting you guys. I'm texting Mitch. I'm like texting my friend Kyle at work like, dude, they keep talking about ropes. Uh. I'm almost 40 years old. And so. I'm 45. Yeah, I'm 40. I'm about to be 41. All right, fine. It's just always going to be funny. Uh, but yeah, so ropes. Uh, yeah. Dad uh, vibes. So fucking good. Oh, I uh, love this song. Oh, what I a cool, it. fun. What a, what a fucking song. Uh, oh. This is perfect song to come back to. I like uh, the riffs in it. I think song craft wise, this is top tier biscuit. Again, I cannot believe I've come this far on this band. I will say it every single time from somebody who was a straight hater to come here and be like, I would put I put this on my car yesterday. <laughs> I wanted to hear dad vibes. Like I <laughs> Well, like it's that moment where 
that comment that you read from the review comes to life where it's like, yeah, we're older now. Yeah, but I still like doing this. You know, like there's that piece where it's like, then just do it. You know, <laughs> this is this is Limp Biscuits. I'm old, but I'm not dead. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't feel the same way that I feel when I hear other legacy acts try to don their old clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, like they've, I, they've aged, they've made their age into a feature of the music as opposed to remembering when it's like, well, here we are now. But in a way that captures some of the best elements of where they were right. then. Mm-hmm. Whereas like guitars are always going to sound like guitars. So having Wes do that is perfect. And then, you know, Fred's voice He's a powerful screamer. He's a powerful, he's has a powerful voice, but he hasn't been like, if you hear Queen and you hear Freddie Mercury and then 20, 30 years later after beating it up, he doesn't have it anymore. Like maybe this band you've heard of called Kiss. Um, I've heard of this. You know, where like for some reason they're still touring, even though their voices just aren't there anymore. I don't think food on your family. family. You gotta put food on family. family. Gene Simmons has got a lot of family to put food on. But like Limp Biscuit's able to recapture a majority of the thing that makes them them and accept the point that they're at right now in a way that a lot of bands can't. Like if, if he was relying on sexiness. As a key selling feature of Limp Biscuit, like no, this is not what it is. This would not work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Although people were feeling his look at Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. Oh so. yeah. I mean he. I mean he nailed like how am I going to come back? I've, yeah. I can't come back as here's the thing. The look in the 2013 Ready to Go video. He's like basically don in the hoodies he's still but you know but you can see he's got gray in his beard he's an older guy but he's like i'm still fred durst i'm still doing the fred durst thing and people weren't really hooked into it but dressing up as yeah i'm your dad and i'm wearing a wig an obvious yeah. wig and i'm gonna own it and then that's what he did on the tour you know he starts off literally sitting in like an easy boy or a lazy boy. I'm sorry. What's an easy oh, boy? Did I make that's that up? your brand now. You get to make easy boy. Easy boy. Easy boy. Easy boy. Sit down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's so yeah, just really leaned into that whole look. I mean, we didn't even talk about this album cover. <laughs> this album cover, Jenny, talk us through the album art here. Well, it looks like we've got, you know, someone's vacuuming. West Borland original. Yeah, West Borland original. They're all sitting on the carpet. They're being vacuumed. They got what looks like a very nice cozy rug. Uh, classic home. Some distorted West pictures on a TV. And we're just cleaning up. There's a little UFO in the window. Um, yeah, but it, but it also is this sort of... Uh, I like that there are all these, these sort of little little boys on the floor. You know, like we're still... We're still Limp Biscuit, still being silly. Um, I yeah, do. Also- I do. My favorite drawing is is the Fred one, just oh. Fred with the dad vibes look. Oh, with those glasses, yeah. Yep, it's beautiful. And uh, there was a music video for this song, official, unofficial music video. It was like a lyric video, wasn't it? No, they they shot one. It's like shot on an iPhone. <gasps> oh, um, them at the pool? like a fountain. Yeah, at a fountain. Yeah, and they're all just kind of. But it looks like they're all filmed their parts separately, and then stitch it together later it's fine it's kind of goofy and fun john otto dances with his daughter yeah they were on dancing with the stars or they, some kind of dancing with my famous dad, dad yeah. situation yeah yeah 
So I thought it was cute and nice. Um, more more West doing characters, which I know you love. Well, could I couldn't write a riff to save my life. So. Too true. Too true. Uh, all right. Up next, we got Turn It Up, Bitch. <gasps> Somebody order something funky. Again, it's what you want. It is. It, it is. is what I want. It's I heard this one, and it was an immediate repeat. It was an immediate repeat. Uh, this bass line is fat. I wrote that in my notes. Wow. It's both F-A-T and P-H-A-T. Okay. It's both Let's fats. Let's bring it back. It's both fats. Um, and it also has something in here. I'm just going to read the line. Everybody needs some hardcore fucked up bang your head shit, so turn it up, bitch. This is a fact. Mm-hmm. This is a straight fact. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys caught this, but at the end of the song, Fred says, it's freezing in here. Do we know why? Do you remember why? Why is it freezing in here? I don't know why. I have no idea what you're saying. Because it's polar bear, baby. <laughs> oh, right. The polar right, bear's right, right, back. That's right. Remember, everybody calls Fred polar bear. Right. That's, that's why it that's was on the tip right. of your tongue and you knew exactly what I was talking that's about. Exactly because people right. can't stop calling Fred polar bear. Yes, well, it's an endangered nickname. I have oh, been listening. an endangered nickname. Endangered nickname. So I have been listening to this album, like I said, for a year straight, basically. I was listening to this album constantly. And it wasn't until I did my notes that I caught this reference to Polar Bear. Just to let you know oh. that that nickname definitely stuck and is definitely he's, embedded in. He's okay. Look. Freddy D. Polar Bear. That's right. Mm. Okay. On this song, Fred deems himself the king of new metal. Ooh. Um. Sure. That's a sure, Jenning. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's gonna? Who is JD? Who has oh, thrones? JD's got a fucking throne. He's got goblets. And he's got the bitch. He's also got the fucking bitch. Yeah. What says a king more than having having a bitch? That's Although true. Fred says bitch a lot. See, that's mm, true. That's true. This, this would be like yeah. our Game of Thrones. Mm, 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 who's mm, mm, um, House Targaryen mm, is easily JD. Yeah. Who's uh? Are you are you House Davis or House Durst? <laughs> House Davis or House Durst. Once again, all in the family. Ah, that's wow, true. Wow, wow. There okay. it is. And that and you know what? Go into those go what's going on in those lyrics? That's yeah. Game of Thrones. 100%. <laughs> that's Game of Thrones. From Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, that, that's that's a tough one. Who is who is the king? Is it Durst? Is it Davis? Mm. Or is it someone else? Who? I, who else? I mean, here's the thing. So we'll just run through. So 
It can't be Chino. He would never take it. He doesn't want anything to do with that. No, no, no you know, he had people going to come to him like you. We need you. You're our king. He's like, no, no, no. I'm done. I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the. I'm in the woods. I want nothing to do with that. I think Corey Taylor's in the, kind of the same boat. Like he's not going for the king of new no, 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 no. status. No. He's no. like he's like I can barely keep these other masked boys. He's in like I'm can't. doing my own thing. People are sawing things in the background. <laughs> yeah. I got women in bikinis sawing things. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, no to David. I'm sorry. No to David. David doesn't even want anything to do with new metal. No, no, no. no. He but. Who would want to be a king more than Draymond? Good point. True. Good point. But no, he's not. But, he, but yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah. house tolly. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He's totally. I was gonna say who's which guy. Yeah, he, that's David. David. Um, Serge, kind of in the same boat as uh, not interested. Yeah, as Chino, he wouldn't be interested. Um, R.I.P. Chester. Uh, but I can't see him being like. Doesn't seem interested. Doesn't seem interested. I uh, think it's. I think it's Fred's because I can't say J.D. wanting the throne. Is this a case where Fred wants the throne, but JD's the throne is rightfully? Yeah, is? yeah, that's it. Yeah, I yeah. would say yeah. so. Okay. I would think so. Okay, perfect. I'm glad we hashed that out. <laughs> then Edge Crusher comes out of nowhere, nowhere, just kills them all. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's right. Okay. All right. Um, that's four in a row for Dude, those counting at home. That's this four album in a row. is. That's four in a fucking b- b- row. B- 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 banging. Banging. That's right. All righty. Up next, we got Don't Change, Love a Cover, and In Excess Cover. Oh my gosh. Wow, hi. Hi, hi. I'm a little winded. Outside by the bushes. I had to come in heard you doing the new Limp Bizkit record. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Glad was, you're alive. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Never go anywhere. That's kind of the thing I say, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Prowler's catchphrase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that, that's definitely Prowler's catchphrase, yeah. Whoa, the rock is lit. How would that happen? Oh, shit. That's right. The Rock is lit. The Rock is lit, Prowlar. We're using it to keep us warm here on... This is Jenny's last warm. show, Why? Prowlar. Yes. Yeah. I can, hang, can I hang outside of your house and your bushes still? Absolutely. Yeah, she's Mitch, not moving. She's Mitch, just leaving by the, the way, show. hates it. <laughs> yes. He's come out many times <laughs> and been like, beat it. I know. It's our top issue in, in couples counseling. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go live in Matt's bushes now. All right, but come visit. I appreciate you. I appreciate. I don't know whose voice this is, but let's all <laughs> agree that this, this is Prowler's new voice. Yeah, uh, he's gone through puberty. Oh, uh, I've drank a lot of bleach. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, now I don't. I don't remember if I told you this or not, but I did not know this was an NXS cover. I don't know a lot about NXS at all, and I was like, this song is. Fucking beautiful. Like, god damn, Fred. And then you were like that in excess cover. And I was like, or didn't Amy tell you it was a cover? Amy told me it was in an excess color. Yeah. Yep. I was like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense. I was just like, 
I I was truly like my breath was taken away. I was like, oh my god, like, this is. <laughs> it turns out wow. Inexcess is like a band of uh, incredible songwriters. <laughs> uh, yeah, Inexcess, uh, kind of fucking great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they. They really had something. They really had something. Let me tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Digging that primary in excess, you will be rewarded. Yeah. Kick is kind of front to back. It's a really great record. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, even, yeah, I'd say, yeah, all the way up. Yeah. To probably like 91. Probably X is probably the last one I'd. Okay. I don't know that one. I know the one before that. Well, no, it's it's kick and then X and then kind of a yeah run. so i guess yeah. i know the one before x which is kick. kick. <laughs> i really know kick all right when you're talking about an excess you get kick and okay. you got x and then there's all these other ones um but uh yeah the thing that i think makes this one of honestly one of the best covers is that fred realizes i think that he doesn't need to overly do it with the production that it can be basically just him and the acoustic guitar and it's going to work and that restraint is why I think this is one of their best covers. Agree. Yeah. Matt? I feel like this is the song he's been trying to make. Oh, absolutely. For a very long time. And then they just found the right song and, and covered it. Because, like, would I say Fred Durst has the best singing voice in the world? No. It'd be crazy if you did. <laughs> I'd be like, well, Matt, you're really in. But where he has always excelled is finding where his voice fits. And his his voice truly does fit this song. That when you hear it, I you know, I don't I'm trying to find this song and I don't even remember. It's from one of the early NXS records. It's not on kick. Okay, so it's pre-kick. <laughs> pre-kick. Oh, listen like thieves, probably. Let's see. Uh, it's not on Listen Like Thieves, but I know I remember Listen Like Thieves. Hold on. I'm going to quickly. It's on Shabu Shabo. Oh, uh, Shab, I'm sorry. Shabo Shabba. Okay. I can't say this album title. Shabu Shabba. There you go. Okay. So let's let's just hear cuz I've never heard the original song. So here's Don't Change by NXS. Not what I expected. Definitely not what I expected. That's what I was thinking too. It was you guys, like... it's a, it's a. Let me tell you, there are a bunch of '80s bands that I either ignored or kind of wrote off for a while in my life. And as I've dug into some of them, I've been. Let me tell you, Tears for Fears. Oh, Tears for Fears yeah. is phenomenal. So good. songs from the big chair. Uh, mm. So great. Yeah. You know who's good? Spando Ballet. Great. We Spando talked Ballet about this. We talked great. about this. True. I don't remember anything that we talked about. <laughs> Every day is day one for me. Oh, I there love you it. Go. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you're, yeah, if you're diving in, Matt, you're gonna have a great time with an excess. Which um, is crazy because yeah. it's just like I hear that and I'm like, 
when did this new order Joy Division band show up in NXS's world? Mm-hmm. Like, I love that production. Yeah, and it's so much happier than the Smiths. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, a really good but also very sad documentary is the one about Michael Hutchins' Mystify. Oh, it is uh, very interesting. Goes into this whole deal of like what ended up happening with him. Um, I do highly recommend though. It's very it's the, the way that it was the way it was put together and how they used um, the basically like confessional footage not confessional but basically just you know. They don't do any talking heads. So you just hear voices and they tell you who's talking. But it's oh, always okay. just archival stuff of Michael Hutchins oh, the whole time. It's damn. very, very good. That sounds good. That sounds powerful. Very good. Very powerful. But we're talking about Limp Biscuit. Back into it. What's next, Jenny? You bring out the worst in me. <laughs> this sounds like a this bitch song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow the metaphor, Matt. Follow the metaphor. I am. Halloween release, Halloween theme. Um, This one for me was kind of the first where I was like, the song is good. It's not like a holy shit, the song fucking rules for me. But I think that's, it's well documented what I want from Biscuit. Mm -hmm. And it's not this, but this is still, I think, one of, this is this thing that Limp Biscuit does probably the best that they've done it in my opinion mm. i love the jagged west riff you know that this is this is kind of that perfect union of like what west wants to do what fred wants to do because fred loves to do the smoothed out vibe on these verses he mm-hmm. loves it and west wants to bring that heat and they bring it all together also i mean this is a bad relationship song That's yeah new metal to the core baby it's new metal to the core it's a bad relationship song and it's very like starkly absent of misogyny mm-hmm. and it works yeah. like you know what it's about mm-hmm. but there's nothing in here that's like this fucking bitch right now is he talking about like carving people up and like having right, a knife right, yeah. but like to me it feels so different matt if this song was on uh, results may vary. I think they would have um, that album would have been more successful because I feel mm-hmm. like results may vary has this tone more than any of their other albums, mm-hmm. and it's not my favorite style for sure. I feel like the drop is strong enough though that it, it could have carried more weight at the time. But when I hear it now, I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't like it as much. Well, what's the difference there? One of these has a little man named Wes Borland, and the other one has Mike Smith. That's right. Almost a fake name. Almost. Nearly. It seems like it, right? Almost. Yeah. Almost. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this does end with a sample of a woman's voice saying, you want me to think... Th- oh, no, a man saying, you want me to think that you're wild? And her going, no, I just want to show you something about marriage, which feels honestly coded about something that we... Yeah. None well, of us this see. is post-Fred's... I mean, we put things on people. Who knows? But this is post-Fred's divorce. I mean, yeah. Fred's been married, what, five times? Four times? Mm, I don't a couple, know. A, a couple. I have no idea. Let's say five. So, so this sure. was post his last one. Yeah. There Fred Durst, how many times married? <laughs> <laughs> tell me, internet. Tell me. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I can't type. <laughs> uh, Fred Durst, spouse count. <laughs> is that, is spouse that the count. website? Spousecount.com? It's... What comes up in the result? Fred Durst slash spouse slash count three. So we had uh, Rachel from 90 to 93. We had Esther from 2009 to 2009. And Ksenia, uh, 2012 to 2019. Mm. So, or maybe he's on <laughs> we'll be back with more spouse yes. count after yes, more yes, spouse yes. count. He is uh he's married to a woman uh named Arliss. Ar- he wait, he's married to Arliss? Arliss? The Ar- Arliss? the fake <laughs> Robert Wool's character from HBO? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? Whatever Air- makes yeah. you whatever makes sense, whatever makes you happy, you got to live your truth and if you need to marry Arliss <laughs> <laughs> then, you gotta marry then you got to marry Arliss. Yeah. You know what? He's apparently a great agent. That's what I hear. That's yeah, what I hear. He's married to Arliss. That's a season whatever coming out. <laughs> then, uh, what, could you imagine the Arliss reboot and the one twist on it? He's still a sports agent. Yep. He's still representing the best and worst in the sports world. But also, every now and again in an episode, it, you're reminded he's married <laughs> to Fred Durst. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds great. And dude, dude it's what a, a reboot. <laughs> what a reboot. They're like, we think there's nothing wrong with it, but why not be married to Fred Durst? And Robert Wool's like, listen, I got I put did food. it all for the nookie. I did it all for the nookie, and I gotta put food on my family. Let's film this thing. Let's do it. It's the streaming era, baby. All bets are off. There we go. Okay, up next we have Love the Hate. <laughs> I fucking hate them business. Me too. That's good. I got something we can do. Grate them? Yeah. Shred them like cheese. Dope, because I fucking hate them. Please. That motherfucker Fred Durst looks like he fell out his mom's face first. Yeah, you're telling me he's got no swag. His rap sucked like a vacuum bag. Damn. That's what's up, my G. He the worst white rapper that they'll ever be. <laughs> sure as fuck ain't no Eminem. Looks like he's got Drake's pubes on his chin. Yeah, he's a punk. Punk-ass bitch. You won't ever catch me listening. World class. Well, let's get to that. Let's get to that chorus. Feel the same. Jokes on you. You missed one clue. We don't give a fuck. From what I see, you always do. That motherfucker Fred Durst is like a Freddy. 
like a frenetic. Uh, Jenny, thoughts on love to hate? Uh, I like it. I who who else is on the song? I believe it's Fred with just his voice pitch shifted. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, wow. that's my guess. Oh, okay. Listen, no physical copy was ever released. I don't have any liner notes in front of me, baby. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can only guess and assume. Fred Durst, bring out the worst in me. Who is <laughs> uh, Arliss? That's right, it's Arliss again. Um, I like this song. This for me is maybe the low point of the record, like because I don't believe it. The rest of this record, I believe. This song, you don't take ten years to put out an album because you're not happy with the lyrics if you don't give a fuck about the haters, like simply false i think that they care i think wes cares about what people think of him and if they think he's cool i think that fred deeply cares what people think or like is at least hurt by everybody making fun of him really really hard and taking like the absolute brunt of things like it's entirely possible that like now they're to the point where they no longer care and are just doing their own things but I think this idea that they love the hate is just, it just doesn't seem true to Mm. me. And so for me, that takes me out of it. Like the song itself is fine, but this one didn't ring true for me. Interesting. Uh, The thing I kind of got out of it was this idea though, that maybe, yeah, maybe they care more than they let on. But I think more of the message for me on this song is that, there are people that are more obsessed with hating this band than this band would ever give credence credence to of like actually acknowledging like you talk about us more than we're concerned about the fact that you don't like us. That was what I kind of got up, but you don't, mm. you don't kind of buy it. Cause that, that was the thing I got is the, the, these guys are like talking about like, Oh yeah, we hate, we hate Fred Durst. We hate Limp Bizkit, We hate him so much. Like every time I listen to him, I'm like, what do you mean every time you listen to him? It's like, yeah, all these people. I mean, if you, if you sincerely, cause I can tell you as an older person now, I mean, there used to be a time where I was like, oh, this band, I hate this band. I can't stand them, whatever. Now, I just don't think about them. I don't right. like it. You're just out of mind. I don't think about you. Yeah. But people that are obsessing about hating Limp Bizkit still, like, why are you thinking about me? Why are you talking about me, man? Like, move on. There's a million things in the world. Why are you living your life obsessing about me? Do you actually like me? Is that what you think? I think if the message had been more something like that, it probably would be clearer. I could, cause I think the twist and I think it's ultimately a bit, a bit of a machismo thing of like, let's turn this into like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That I can kind of throws it off a bit. Cause that's kind of where I thought it was going is that eventually they were going to be like, yeah, whenever I listen to him, like, what do you mean to listen to him? Oh yeah. You know, like, yeah, I'm still listening to him every now and again. You don't listen to him. Well, I mean like, you know, they got a couple, I eh, get a couple songs. Oh, I actually like that hook way more because yeah. that's actually what's happening. That's I think what happened. Cause yes. yeah. Cause you talked, we, we know it. We talk to people and they're like, when we do the show and like uh, you know like I like a couple you know Corn got a couple songs Biscuit got a couple songs yeah. sure they got a fucking couple songs they got a couple fucking hits bud yeah 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 I agree I mean I, I wouldn't be surprised if where they actually are is more of what you described now but the that's not the full tone I get with this song it is a little bit more of a like I mean Love the hate is the name of the song. Like mm-hmm. I don't think you love it. I could I could buy 
that you don't care or that you think it's funny that people are obsessed with like talking shit like what are why are you wasting your time on that to have that perspective at this point in their lives makes a ton of sense to me Mm -hmm. the idea that like i love it i love the haters i don't give a fuck i love it i don't think that i don't think Mm -hmm. that's authentic i don't think anybody loves hate you know like i don't like feeling bad i don't like the only person i think that loves hate shredder and that's true. And then true. True. <laughs> true. Definitely. Definitely. It maybe if the song had been called "We Don't Give a Fuck." Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. But I would say if you're gonna call a song "We Don't Give a Fuck," it's gotta be a ripper. That's true. A ripper. That's true. So maybe they're that's sitting true. on that. That's true. All in all, though, hey. If this is the low point on your record, right? Which sure. is really just sort of like really like a rock skit more than I mean, anything else. We're yeah. about to head into. Uh, oh, that's right. What do we got next? Barnacle. And this next song goes out to all you barnacles out there. You rob my patience. I lost my patience. You suck on everything. You fuck up everything. I know you cannot see beyond the nose. On your face, you clean now. It's me. Know what I can't stand? What? Barnacles. Leeches. Yeah. Bloodsuckers. Yeah. Hangers on. Vampires. Vampires. Emotional vampire. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's what this song's all about. It's a bad relationship song. It could could be a bad relationship song of any kind. Bad friendship. Bad relationship with a non-romantic partner. That's right. I'm always buying the pizza. Why doesn't this guy buy the pizza? I mean, shit, on a couple do bucks. I have to buy the fucking movie tickets every time? What the hell? What the hell? I man? mean, treat me. Come on, you got the AMC app. Come on, reserve them ticks. What are you doing? I would, I would imagine in the position that he is in, uh, probably there are lots of like people who are just sort of hangers on that mm-hmm. you're just like, all right, yeah, yeah, go away, get out of here. Song's well, okay. Song is. I would say this is the one. This is a song that Fred has been trying to make his entire career. It's a Nirvana song. Yes, it is. Yeah, he was one. He's got the big Kurt Cobain tattoo. And the moment I heard it, I said, "Wow, he did it." Him and West finally converged, and they made their Nirvana song. And it's great. I think it's great. I love it. It's perfect. The thing that we haven't talked about is these are short songs. Very short. Like this is minute fifty. Like so. I think that is a thing that you don't get when we stop and then we talk about the song for five minutes. Like, this album cooks. It does. And the sequencing the is incredible. Incredible sequencing. And, I mean, brevity is the key of wit. <laughs> and this the is key? the least witty <laughs> the podcast. Key. Wait. Wait. Brevity, brevity is the key, is of, key wit. of wit. Brevity, brevity is, is the key, key of wit. wit. Let's spend another five minutes dissecting. <laughs> brevity is the key of wit. Brevity is the key of wit. That is a Mark, it's a Mark Twain quote, I'm pretty sure. Or it's Billy Shakes. It's one of the two of them. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's Werner Herzog. I don't know. I was in McMurdo Station and I understood that brevity is the key of wit. Ah, uh, man. Um... This is a great song, and uh, it's short. 
and it gets it done. When it's over, you're like, yep, you nailed it. Perfect. Yes, the song is a short king. Um, (laughs) Excellent. Up next, we've got Empty Hole. I see your demons They've been reaching For a reason To displace your love To disgrace your soul And leave you with An empty hole You fail to measure Jenny, thoughts an empty hole. Um, this is another one where it's like I didn't really love the song necessarily, but I know that this is what Fred wants to do. I feel like for him, he's got to have a couple of these. Yeah, he does. So it's like you've done so much for me. Mm-hmm. Who am I to like take this away from rob you? you of, it's it's like I don't know. It's it's not for me, but. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't all need to be for me. Yeah. yeah. And what again, you, you only have a minute to go on this song. Yeah. yeah. Like, sure. Easy breezy. And yeah. it makes sense where it is in the yep. lineup too. Like yeah. we're we're taking a we're taking a little break. Right. Yeah, sequencing wise it makes sense. Um and I mean, you know, lyrically, metaphorically, what he's talking about here. I mean, when we looked at this liner note, when we looked at the song list, we're looking just at song titles, and you see a song called Empty Hole on the Limp Biscuit album, you're like, oh Uh-oh. boy, oh boy. Here it comes. All right. Where are the kids? Put them upstairs. I don't know what we're about to get into. But then you get into it, and it's a, I don't even, I don't even want to use the word bad relationship song. This is sad relationship song. Yeah. You know? Like, true sad, like, mourning in a way that has no level of... You fucking bitch. You know, none of that level level to it. Yeah. Just just sad. Just sad. And feels honest, feels true, feels honestly, feels earned. Yeah. I feel like in the past when there have been songs like this, I've kind of like cringed at them. Mm-hmm. This didn't feel cringy to me at all. It just feels like a style of song I don't necessarily come to Limp Biscuit for, but it did much like uh You Bring Out the Worst in Me. It's, I think, the best that they've done with yep. this style yeah. by far. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. All right, what we got next? Pill popper. Thank you, Kenneth. It's no secret that our governments have fostered a culture of corruption in which special interest and big donors advance their interest at the expense of everyday people. The pharmaceutical industry does not create cures; they create customers. <laughs>
Back in the pocket. Mm. Matt, I'm going to need you to go to 155 for a crucial moment on this very short song. For section, well, you're going to hear what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. I got to tell you something, okay? And we talk about a lot on this show, 300-plus episodes, a lot of misogyny in the world of new metal. Yep, yep. A lot of it on here. Mm-hmm. If you gave me a Limp Biscuit record where Fred Durst did not say, in tandem, fucking bitch, I'd send it back. I'd send it back to the... the sorry, this is defective. Not finished. You need to fix this. This is, a, this is I say... The waiter a, forgot to put salt in the pepper Yeah, I'm sorry. It. Yes, this is unseasoned. This is a feature, not a bug. This has to be here. I wrote in my notes, these are necessary bitches. I see. What do you think, Jenny? Um, Am I out of my mind? Uh, I mean, I'm not really going <laughs> to choose this episode to go toe-to-toe with you about necessary misogyny in the Limp Bizkit record. I think you could probably just slap that and some sort of AI generator and get what you need out of that. Um, but I think this feels different this this doesn't feel like you fucking bitch in the way that we've received lots of you mm-hmm. fucking bitches in the early 2000s yes mm-hmm. yes so <laughs> i don't think we have enough time to get into the uh just you know looming fog of misogyny in music uh or the world or whatever but mm-hmm. it's fine in pill popper <laughs> <laughs> worked in pill pop worked in pill popper uh i needed this song to hit at this point you need I it was a little uh, you know barnacle was fine but it was like that that drop and then the you know the bombs the the squelches, the West Borland guitar work. I wrote my notes. This is car flipping music. This is what I needed yeah. at this point in the album. We're mm-hmm. almost done. Yeah. And we kind of got a soft out here coming in. So not a soft, soft out, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the oh, last yeah. two songs, one of them, I don't even know if it's a song. Um, yeah. 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 They're both songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're songs. Yeah. There's interstitials then, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So next up, Jenny, what's next? Snacky poo. Before we do that, how yes. respectful are our time is this album? Oh, this record comes in at thirty-one fifty-five. So respectful. So respectful. a light breeze. We yeah. have you could have listened to this album three times in a row at this point. <laughs> yeah, you really any episode probably could reach your own conclusion if you just wanted to take the time to listen a few times. And I don't want to spoil it, <laughs> lose all our listeners, but all right. But there it is. There, but there it is. Snacky poo. Charles Mishin, mm. mm. Fred Durst, mm. 
That's what we want. Collaboration made in heaven. The name is LB. I never hate to admit it. What? Taking out your suckers and you don't know how I did it. Did it. Lately I've been snappy. I gave up on the fitted. Sometimes up on the bucket. Eventually I kick it. I'm 16 and I date 42 year olds. No. I don't need your instant and I don't want your digits. Hit somebody else up when you're trying to sell your tickets. Everybody got a mic. Yeah. Charles Manchin, 140 pounds wet, got your girl, she downs, don't st- stress, and then I see you in the fresh vet, and then I will get on your best bet, spend money, see me on the TV, turn it off, yo, it's still me, on the YouTube, on the TikToks, got your girl, yo, she's, oh, Charles, 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 Ooh. she's wearing fresh socks. There we there go. There we go. Boy, I tell you, this kid, Jenny, I got to raise him by myself now. Now that you're going. Wow, wow, wow. Don't you worry about me. I watch every movie in this blockbuster oh. that I, my parents left to me. I was going to say, don't go above PG-13, my lord. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I Bo- love this. Yeah, I know. Here's like two Fred Rap songs on one album. That's and a first. I, those beats are fresh and I love them. They're great. Good message for this song. You don't need all these people giving you likes on social media, telling you how to live. Live yourself. And Fred Durst is saying, for me, you don't need to give me advice. I'm Fred Durst. (laughs) Check my stats. I lived this life. I live it. You couldn't imagine. You couldn't imagine. What do I need? You know all I need? A fucking snacky poo. I need a snacky poo. I just need a snack. All right. What do you got there? You got some Fritos? Mm -hmm. Got some Frito-Lays? A lot of them. Yeah. Got the whole fucking Frito Lay factory. Holy man. fucking shit. Prep open right. a bag. That's right. Jenny, Snacky Poo. Snacky Poo's fine. Snacky Poo's perfectly placed in the record. It's fine. Not mad at it. All right. All right. There is a sketch at the end of this song. We're not going to play it. Good. <laughs> but West it is. Borland's uh, podcast interview. <laughs> yes. It's a West Borland interview with someone who basically just tells him his answers before he can answer. So he has nothing to say. Uh, Jenny, what do you think about this? It makes me glad that we never had him on the <laughs> podcast because I think it would have been bad for him and sad for us. <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't think I I feel very good about us as people that I feel like we would not be this. But I think based on his experiences, I understand where he's coming from. But at the same time, though, there's that Wes-ness attitude about it all that there's a sense of like, I get it. I get the annoyance. I get being asked the same questions like a million times over. But also, that's the life, bro. That's like every celeb. Harrison Ford probably listened to this thing and it was like, hey, Wes, you want to get asked about fucking Han Solo every moment of your goddamn yeah. life? How or, far did you jump in The Fugitive? Yeah. <laughs> was that oh. scary? Was that hard? <laughs> was that Matt, scary? Matt said to Fugitive <laughs> gift the other day. <laughs> Rilly's had me fugie on the mind. Maybe that's what I'll do with my new time. Just watch The Fugitive. All hey, so great good. film. I'm going to start film. a podcast about The Fugitive. <laughs> It's gonna be just Mitch is gonna come home every week. <laughs> Mitch is gonna come home. You're gonna say to him, "I need to check every hen house. 
outhouse. Outhouse, whorehouse in a 50-mile radius. That's 100% correct. Uh, like, yeah. damn near pulled a Peter Pan on us. <laughs> uh, yeah, this sketch just, yeah, it, it, it just let me know that, you know, I mean, for one, I'm like, well, we're never going to get Wes on the nope. show. He's not talking to anybody ever again. I think it's, it's probably better for us. It's for the long run. It's fine. It's fine. Now, Draymond, we got to get that guy on the show. got to get that guy on the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just imagine one day I'll text you and be like, we had Draymond on the show, and uh, so the show's over now. So. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Um, You guys, it's the last song. Last song. It is the last song, and it's appropriately titled Goodbye. Sometimes it's hard to sleep When you're lying next to me All the secrets that you keep Always come out when you dream I know you've been hiding things You've turned into my lion king Positively everything I say to you is what I mean It's time to go All this water underneath the bridge Is killing me so slow It's time to go Time to elevate my quality of life on down the road Jenny, thoughts on goodbye? He finally wrote the song he's been trying to write. It's so good. It's a great pop song. Yep. Good job. You did it. (laughs) You fucking did it. (laughs) Good job. He did. He did. He did. Um, you know, it's fun. It's it uh, in the promo for it when Wes was doing the character, he referred to it as a boy band song. And I've always had that in my head. I don't get a boy band thing. I get like Justin, well, I mean, it's close to Justin Timberlake, Justified Era, like yep. Neptunes, that looping acoustic guitar sound. It's nice. It's soft. It's a breakup song, sad relationship song. But also, is Fred saying goodbye to bad vibes? That's what he's getting out of here. He's like, I'm breaking up with you, but also I'm leaving these bad vibes behind. I'll leave the bad So it's vibes. a good, it's a, it's a bittersweet. It's a bittersweet. I said bab vibes. Bab so. vibes? Bab vibes. Gotta leave those bab bab vibes. Bab vibes. Bab vibes. Bab vibes. Uh, Matt, thoughts on goodbye? Loved it. Loved it. I love a good pop song. Can't help myself. Uh, you know, songmeanings.com. I went over there just to see what was going on. So did I. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I saw that there was one comment. It was on this song. It's from August 19th, 2022. It's posted by Chicken X. And I'm not going to lie, I got emotional when I saw it. Jenny, would you like to say what the comment is? It just says, bye, babe. And you son of a bitch, you made me cry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's, yeah. I cried then, I'm crying now. I can't believe song meetings. (laughs) 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 The biscuit song is making me cry. Uh, uh, but there's something about it that just got me. Mm, 
I mean, whoever Chicken X is, well done, well yeah, played. They yeah. well, they fucking did it. You and did it. I, I'm not Chicken X. Yeah, and I am not either. I'm not. It's me. <laughs> it was you the whole time. The call was coming from inside the house. Yeah. Wow. It also says, and he's awesome, and her boobs rule. Yep, it was me. Oh. <laughs> These were the compliments she's wanted the whole, the whole time. time. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Jenny's awesome in her boobs. Great for milk. Great to look at. (laughs) (laughs) Sophie wrote this. (laughs) Uh, And that is, um, has Limp Biscuit still sucks? Well, I do have a, I do, before we, uh, before we decide whether or not it goes in the canon, I I do have a gift. Oh. I do have a gift and uh, I'm going to grab it real quick. Okay. It's right over here. All right. Oh my gosh. I don't know anything about this either, Jenny. So this is a soda. Bought this a long time ago. Wow, wow. Oh my god. This is official West Borland. Uh, this is the certificate of authenticity. Oh my goodness. This is oh your god. very own Lucy the Rabbit Aww. as featured in the break stuff. Oh video. my god. Wow, wow. That's amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. And by the way, this is how it came with no visibility to Lucy the okay, Rabbit. Should I even open it? It's yours. It? It's yours to do whatever well, you want. I feel with. like we have to look at it, right? We do gotta look at it. Yeah. There's nothing better on a podcast than somebody <laughs> opening something. <laughs> they no one can see. I, I will say as you open this that in a wonderful coincidence, because I did not plan with you, Matt, I'm wearing my Borland tea. <laughs> I know, I know. So interesting. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. oh wow. you know, I'm gonna. Here, I'm gonna take it. This is gonna get stuff all over your home. That's fine. That's fine. We'll be okay. I'm trying. Here we'll do. It's truly going to. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, this is gonna be a mess of. Let's confetti. just put that's it on the fine. table so it's on the table. Okay. Then. There we go. Wowie, wowie. And it's actually wow. just incredibly cute. Wowie, wowie. Thank you You're so much. Welcome. I will be featuring this prominently in my home. <laughs> this is so cute. That's amazing. Wow, wow. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I get to say it on mic now. Beautiful. 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 Um, beautiful. All right, Matt. And now it's the part of the show where we talk about... Cannon talk. Talk about the kid. Jenny, start with you. Yeah, put the whole thing in there. This is great. What a wonderful, triumphant comeback. This is what you want. Um, Seems like they learned all the lessons people were hoping they would learn. And whole album, even the parts that aren't my faves, still great. It's a ripper. I say put it in. Yeah, I wrote my notes. Limp Bizkit really crushed it on this album. They experiment. They reminisce. They bring the riffs. There's something for everyone, and it rules. The legacy is secure in the canon. Matt? In the canon. Uh, I think it's top-heavy. I think um, I would listen to the front half way more than I listen to the back half. Time has proved me correct on this, but um, they're the kings of new metal. They're the kings of new metal. The kings. The kings of new metal. And I think we can all agree this is better than the first corn record. So I think we can all agree, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean, if it's Tuesday, I'm putting something on. It's this over there. <laughs> Way better than the first corn record. Ah, uh, there you have it. Limp Biscuit in the canon once again. And here we are at the end of this episode of Roach Coach. Here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. Here we are. Jenny, do you have any? Final thoughts? Anything you want to say? 
Uh, I didn't prepare anything. Okay. Because of who I am. Well, you. I mean, we just did the AMA. I mean, you had to prepare. I did. I did a lot (laughs) of prep there. No, I don't know. This has been. it just is like such a built-in part of my life at this point that I don't even think I've truly taken the time to reflect on it. But it's been so fun to do this with both of you. And I couldn't believe then and I can't believe now that anybody that isn't us or like three of our friends <laughs> listens to this show. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I love you guys. And this has been so fun. And all of our lives have changed so massively over the course of time that we've done this show. It's been like... More than just talking about new metal shit, like, I don't know, we've all gone through lots together, and, I mean, fuck, I didn't even think about the fact that the whole world, like, (laughs) fully shut down. (laughs) Um, Jesus Christ. Remember that? Remember that? We were like, well, we gotta do a St. Anger episode then. (laughs) Yeah. So, I I don't know. I just, uh, I love you, and I appreciate you, and, uh, you know... I'm kind of a pain in the ass schedule-wise. Like, I cancel a lot, so I appreciate both of your never-ending flexibility uh, and probably only talking to each other about how annoying it is. Never, never, um, never have. Never have. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a story I've been telling myself for six years. Uh, oh, wow. No. I'll take that to therapy. And thank you, everybody who listens. Like, it's been truly so fucking cool and awesome to hear from people sharing their stories and like sending us shit and joking around with us. And like, I don't know when we've done live shows, people have come to see them. Like it just is sort of mind blowing to me. And I don't know. I just really appreciate it. And I have to say like, we kind of what we were talking about before when you start talking about new metal, it's like immediately like you think of the misogyny and this, like whatever stereotypes you would put on this sometimes earned genre. And it has been incredibly shockingly refreshing that the vast majority of people we've interacted with have been so like cool and respectful and reflective and like, I don't know. It's just not, it's just not what I would have expected. So, um, I don't know. This has just been a really wonderful and important part of my life for so long. And I love you guys. And I, uh, I hope that whatever happens next is awesome and I fully support you and, I could probably talk for another hour and a half, but I love you. I appreciate and, uh, it. And I'll see you all again. Yeah. Nope. So. This is it. Uh, so the basement okay. is closed. Oh. The rock is also now yours. Okay. Uh. Great. I will take my Lucy's rabbit and I will leave. Uh, I don't. I don't have any. I don't have anything prepared either. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, this show was like a fun thing that I thought would be fun to do with you and we were talking you know before off mic like we kind of got this together when you know our friendship was you know just coming up and over six years it's been incredible and it's always been this fun thing i mean it is a huge part of my life and and uh yeah i love you and i'm so glad that we were able to do all this together and you know and i also support you on moving on to the next thing and of course the door is always open anytime you want to come back Rap about something, always can. All right, Matt. Oh, third, I love it. Uh, 
<laughs> it's exactly like we're doing a canon talk. <laughs> Am I in the canon or not? <laughs> uh, not Jenny, only are you in the canon, yes. you're in the producer's hall of fame. Am I in the you're on the genius drawer? list. You're in the genius list and you're in the junk drawer. I am absolutely in the junk drawer. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, thank you so much. I love you so much. And I did not grow up with a sister. I didn't grow up with a lot of, outside of my mother, females in my life, especially during like puberty, like during that developmental time when a lot of this in hip hop and other things that were very misogynistic. And my dad was also misogynistic and like never had anybody to tell me the other side. You know what I mean? Like never heard anybody express it in a way that you've been able to express succinctly how it made you feel. And I think that is something I'm very grateful for because it means a lot to me to be able to, see my past and like oh you know what that was really fucked up that wasn't a good thing and it wasn't like necessarily me doing it but i was in it and you weren't like admonishing me you were just like hey there's people with real feelings like me (laughs) who did this and i think just that perspective that you have given is like a blessing and i just re as you know and i mean it from the bottom of my heart so thank you so much for the perspective and your viewpoint and not ever shying away from being like, that's bullshit. Cause I've yeah. been a coward a lot in my life and I haven't spoken up when I needed to speak up. And like, I think the friendship and our communalness here has allowed us to do that in a way where I'm not like, you know, like when I boofed it <laughs> talking during our, uh, during the AMA and I said the wrong word instead of being like, Oh, it's over for Matt. You're, it's always been like, that's not what I meant to say. Let's try it again. And I feel like that's been just so good for me to grow. So it's all about me now, Jenny. So thank you for I, I thank you for calling yourself a coward because <laughs> I have been holding back on calling you <laughs> a coward for more than I mean, we've known each other well more than six years. Yeah. And I've always been like that guy. So coward. Coward. <laughs> but I mean, there have been points in my life where I didn't speak up when I should have. And I, I uh, that is something that now I'm I work to address and and have do better just to do better and um your voice has been very helpful in helping me hear like oh yeah that was wrong i didn't have to put up with that you don't have to put up with that we don't have to do that anymore we can do something else so i'm i'm very grateful and uh yeah well so i guess we'll see you next week so we can talk about how your feelings (laughs) on the feelings that we felt Yes. When we felt them. Yes, 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 yes. I'm sure I'm going, I mean, I I usually like realize much later what I am feeling in a moment. So I'm sure that'll, that'll, that'll We're hit me at a later read time. This letter from you yeah. later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start sending a lot of emails every week. <laughs> Who's tweeting? Well, Jenny's Jenny. telling us something. Jenny has sent us correspondence. <laughs> I just wanted to be on the show asynchronously. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll send just, in an email and like, yeah, yeah. I don't have to schedule around that. I'm going to send you lots of agendas uh yeah thank you thank you all for <laughs> if you've listened to this at the beginning like giving me years of your life <laughs> basically <laughs> hours and hours and hours and hours so i don't know i love you guys i love about 35 percent of this music <laughs> <laughs> there it is <laughs> Take us. That's it. All righty, everybody. That is the end of this episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, 
Thank you. Matt. Matt. Thank Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye, babe. Bye. Bye. You've turned into my Lion King. Positively, everything I say to you is what I mean. It's time to go. And um, and then I guess make a decision at the end. Rule on it. <laughs> make a ruling. Make a ruling. Um, and uh, yeah. And then yeah. Well, um, yeah. I guess. Do you have the? Are you like gonna pull up like wiki stuff or do? Can I send you links or? Oh yeah, you uh, can send me links. Do you, need, okay. uh, do you need access to our finger? Did Catherine already hook you up? Uh, Catherine oh, already hooked me Catherine up. Catherine hooked us up. She was she was ready to help this. I was sitting out in front of your house listening to corn, and I was like, "This is my life right now." <laughs> Here I am. Here I am. I yeah. I I, I pulled up and uh, um. Should I send you the link? Should I send it over to the hangout? The oral history one. Yeah. Oh, I already pulled it up. All right. So um, here's the funny part, and and this will be what I'll say. If you can make me care about these records at all, you've got a fucking hit on your hands. Okay. Because. Uh, uh, these records are meaningless. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Well, at least make you think about them. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, but I mean, that's, yeah. that, it's, if it resonates with me, I think it will really resonate with people that. There we go. That I mean, that's all I want. I want it to resonate with people. So. Well, okay. Yeah. What about you? That's fine. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a theme song in mind? Or um, are you going to add that in post? Um, I'll probably add it in post. Um. Yeah, I'll probably add it in post. Cool. Um, Just be, be aware that you can pick up the clicking sound. Okay. All righty. Yeah, oh, man. That's the fun. That's put, the fun. Put that cool. pen down. It's down. All right. Um, I've just been recording this, so you'll have it for positive. Okay. Great. <laughs> good. Good. Yep. good. Good, good. But I think we have good levels. Okay.